Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is solving problems. I ask that you might help me work through all my problems to your glory and honor. Alcoholics Anonymous. Many of us lived in situations where it wasn't okay to identify, have, or talk about problems. Denial became a way of life, our way of dealing with problems. Yeah, these, I think this is the don't talk, don't trust, don't feel. Um, you know, so much of this is, you know, it's like learning a skill sometimes, just talking about your problems because it just wasn't anything that, uh, it, first off, it wasn't okay and it wasn't anything that would help. And now it seems to be the solution. So I guess that's what they say. What, what, that's one of the things they say often. Sometimes it's just contrary actions. In recovery, many of us still fear problems. We may spend more time reacting to a problem than we do to solving it. Oof. We miss the point. We miss the lesson. We miss the gift. Problems are part of life. So are solutions. God, so much of this reminds me of Scott Peck's The Start of Road, uh, The Road Less Traveled. Um, it's interesting. There's a poem sent to me, but that's a different solution about life is hard. And once, once we accept that fact, life is no longer hard. And uh, yeah, so much. I think this having to be a perfectionist means that if there's problems that might be doing something wrong, whereas a lot of times it's just life. Back to the reading. A problem doesn't mean life is negative or horrible. Having a problem doesn't mean a person is deficient. All people have problems to work through. In recovery, we learn to focus on solving our problems. First, we make certain the problem is our problem. If it isn't, our problem is establishing boundaries. I guess that's both physical and emotional. Then we seek the best solution. This may mean setting a goal, asking for help, gathering more information, taking an action, or letting go. Recovery does not mean immunity or exemption from problems. Recovery means learning to face and solve problems, knowing they will appear regularly. We can trust our ability to solve problems and know we're not doing it alone. Having problems does not mean our higher power is picking on us. Some problems are part of life. Others are ours to solve and will grow in necessary ways in the process. Face and solve today's problems. Don't worry needlessly about tomorrow's problems because when they appear, we'll have the resources necessary to solve them. Facing and solving problems, working through problems with help from a higher power, means we're living and growing and reaping benefits. God, help me face and solve my problems today. Help me do my part and let the rest go. I can learn to be a problem solver. And that was what I was referring to. It's just... I think I was always so hesitant to try these things, you know, like I would pick up these books, like a lot of them would be like math books. I think even on my other podcast, I'd interviewed someone on learning um, on how to learn, but it would be like how to solve it, uh, you know, or effective thinking. But I was always or even, you know, seven highly effective habits of people. You know, these are like game plans of books that I would read. But for whatever reason, I would think that I wasn't capable, like I wasn't actually capable of using those solutions. Um, and, you know, through recovery, I've, I've learned that, yes, I, I can be one of those people. It's just, you know, it's like lifting weights. It's just, it's a skill to practice. And it was a skill that wasn't emphasized. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. And the topic is living in the present. The present moment is all we have. Yes, we have plans and goals, a vision for tomorrow. But now is the only time we possess it. And it is enough yeah, and that's a, that's another. I wouldn't say that's learning again, but I I have noticed that a lot of when I look at how I was before recovery and how I am starting to become and like my what my vision is is to accept reality 
And part of reality is that I actually can't do anything about the past and it's harder to do things about the future. Um, you know, recovery has given me a language and it's been useful to imp implement things that honestly are very vague when I read them, you know, like literature that is just like, well, just live in the present. It's like, okay, why? And now I realize it's like, because that's reality. In a lot of ways, I feared reality. Back to the reading. We can clear our mind of the residue of yesterday. We can clear our mind of fears of tomorrow. We can be present now. We can make ourselves available to this moment, this day. It is by being fully present now that we reach the fullness of tomorrow. Have no fear, child, a voice whispers. Have no regrets. Relinquish your resentments. Let me take your pain. All you have is the present moment. Be still. Be here. Trust. All you have is now. It is enough. Today, I will affirm that all is well around me when all is well within. And I just love Melody Beatty always bringing it back to the inside job. The next reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is progress. To make progress, we must want the ACA way of life and all that it has to offer. Many of us faithfully go to our weekly meeting and feel we are working the program. We recognize that ACA has helped us make positive changes in our lives, but our enthusiasm isn't the same as it once was, and there doesn't seem to be much change happening anymore. Definitely been there. Yes, there are certainly other things we'd like to fix in our lives, but it's just not happening. While we appreciate the honesty that happens in our meeting, we're starting to think the program is no longer working for us, that it might be time to move on to something else. Hmm. <laughs> feel like this is talking to me. If we find ourselves thinking these thoughts, it may be time for an inventory. Do we have an active relationship with a higher power? Do we have a sponsor or fellow traveler we talk to regularly for support and guidance? Yes. Do we go to other meetings, maybe even phone or internet meetings to get a fresh perspective? I love that idea of fresh perspective. Have we done service work to step out of our comfort zone? If we answer no to these questions, maybe it's not the program that's not working. Maybe we're not seeing the full potential of the program. On this day, I will reevaluate my commitment to how I work the program because I know it works for me when I work it and I'm worth it. God, I love the ACA Red Book. And the final reading today comes from ACA's Strengthening My Recovery and the topic is Solution Gentleness. We learn to reparent ourselves with gentleness humor, love, and respect. How do we reparent ourselves with gentleness if our roughness or even cruelty was a staple of our childhoods? As we grew, we may not have felt capable of kindness toward ourselves because our critical inner parent was always in our head, saying things like, you fool, your life's a mess, and you're to blame. Wow. It's just, it's interesting because I, I didn't understand why I would be gentle because I just always associated that with... um Weakness, but I just think part of gentle is just re is really how that would manifest in my life is like looking at uh, you know progress, not perfection, um, and uh, not being so hard, and uh, not always wanting to go really fast. Back to the reading, but we knew we wanted to treat ourselves better. We wanted desperately to have an inner voice shift to something kinder, like have a cup of tea with me and tell me what's wrong. In ACA, we learned that if we can catch our critical inner parent at work, we can shift gears and try to do the opposite. When we feel criticized, we can hit the whoa button and stop ourselves from joining in the frenzy. 
We can tell ourselves, I can't do better than my best. So I will simply do my best right now. I love the Wooden principles. And uh, John Wooden, the legendary coach of the UCLA basketball, and he said something about, uh, you know, success is just about doing your best on that day. And some days your best is going to vary, you know, depending on a, a number of things, including stress. Back to the reading. In ACA, if we, we learn that if we can catch our critical parent, inner parent at work, we can shift gears and try to do the opposite. When we feel criticized, we can hit the whoa button and stop ourselves from joining in the frenzy. We can tell ourselves, I can't do better than my best, so I will simply do my best right now. We can even teach ourselves techniques that help us calm down in these situations, like changing our visual image of another person from someone who is menacing to perhaps a kindly cartoon character. Oh, that's a gem. Something this simple can help us get through the critical patches. On this day, I will treat my inner child and myself to 20 minutes alone over a fresh cup of tea or a glass of juice so we can just listen to each other. Oh, that is a great idea. We'll have to do that next time I go to a coffee shop. And that concludes today's readings of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that's where God is to feel my feelings, and to love myself.